you know, monthly giving sustains your organizations and programs as we are learning today. And did you know sustainability is an age-old question on many grant applications? Wait, I've always answered it. I'm just going to write grants until I die. Is that not the right answer? (laughs) I mean, that's what we all do. But the truth is, grant makers care a great deal about sustainability of their grantees. So having a monthly giving program is one way you might start to answer your sustainability question. The D.H. Leonard Consulting Team can help with other strategy and narrative ideas. So contact them at dhleonardconsulting.com today. They help take the stress out of grant writing and give you fresh ideas on how to answer those tough grant questions. And trust me, sustainability is a question that is always a bear to answer. So if you've got someone like the D.H. Leonard Consulting Team on your side, they're going to make you sound better and smarter. They're easy to find at dhleonardconsulting.com. Hello there, I'm Kimberly Hayes de Muga. And I'm Amanda Day. And you're listening to season four of the Fundraising Heyday podcast. We're doing more in season four to help nonprofits, local governments, and the consultants who serve them raise more money and get more grants by sharing real-world experiences and interviews with experts in getting it done. You may hear a y'all along the way. True. Singing and even strange sound effects. Although today I'd like to say that we're recording on Skype due to some technical difficulties, so the strange sound effects you hear may or may not be generated by me (laughs) or Amanda. It just may be uh, something going on, but thanks for your patience as we negotiate not being in the studio together. Uh, Going on eight months now, so we're just making it work and we hope you'll help us do that. And... There's a lot more of us to love in season four because we've got episodes dropping every other week all year long. So let's get into it. This podcast is brought to you by season four sponsor D.H. Leonard Consulting and Grant Writing Services. Don't let grants stress you out. Their team can help you with grant readiness and training, grant research, grant writing, mock review, as well as providing numerous DIY resources, guides, and templates. Did you know that with every Fundraising Heyday episode, we create a coordinating blog post on their website, dhleonardconsulting.com? Check it out today. There are a lot of great new apps and platforms out there to connect people who want to help with agencies serving communities in need. Some are really effective. Some work best in certain areas of service. It's so important to stay current. But in all the hoopla, there's a quietly efficient system that's been around for a long time, but has the potential to be one of your strongest, most reliable forms of fundraising. And I am talking about monthly giving. Yes, and we are so excited to bring you an expert on monthly giving and all the good it can do. Erica Wasdorf is president of A Direct Solution. She is an author, presenter, blogger, monthly donor expert, and direct mail consultant, building partnerships and trying to find the best solution for members and donors, and thus clients' needs are what Erica does best. Her multilingual skills and multicultural experience are of added value to those clients interested in raising money internationally. And her experience in monthly giving has given her an edge for those clients who are ready to embark on this way of giving. In 2003, she started a direct solution, which provides support to organizations focused on annual fund campaigns and monthly giving. 
Prior to starting her own business, she was vice president fundraising at DMW Direct, a direct response fundraising agency in Massachusetts. She also worked for International Fund for Animal Welfare, increasing their yearly money raised from $5 million to $18 million during her tenure. Okay. I heard that right. $5 million, $18 million. She's got a marketing degree from Limburg Business College in the Netherlands, as well as a degree in public relations from the Dutch Public Relations Association and advertising from the International Advertising Association. Besides English, Eric's, Erica speaks four other languages. Dutch, German, French, and Spanish. And, you know, she and I had to get a little German speaking out the way before we started. It's rare that I find anybody that knows the language, right? She's a certified master trainer for the Association of Fundraising Professionals and a sought-after webinar presenter. So welcome, Erica. Again, you're in the tradition of when we have guests on the show, they're always like underachievers who just don't do a whole lot. They're just, you know, out there. I'm being completely sarcastic. We are so glad you can join us and share your expertise on monthly giving. I'm really happy to be here. This is very exciting. Thank you for inviting me. Our pleasure. Yes, glad to have you. So let's start off and talk about the fact that you have actually written the book on this topic. Your book is Monthly Giving, The Sleeping Giant. To get us started, what makes monthly giving so effective? It's a great, great question. So, well, what makes monthly giving so, so effective is because it really, uh, number one, helps organizations raise a lot more money. Um, it allows donors to give an amount that they're most comfortable with. And again, remember, especially, and this is something that we've seen, especially this year during COVID is donors want to help. And if they're on a fixed income, I mean, giving monthly is a great way to help. But the number one reason why donors give monthly is because they want to help your organization. Um, the other reason, and, and this is a reason why I think uh, monthly giving has grown so much over the last couple of years is because it does increase donor retention rate. And again, as fundraisers, we're always looking like, how can I, how can we keep our donors, right? How can we keep our donors giving? And monthly giving is a great way to do exactly that. It kind of makes me think too, and, and this is the good part of the equation. The flip side of that are things like ongoing gym memberships or um, <laughs> different, like no one's ever done that, where you sign up and you're paying monthly and you're in and you may or may not go, mm-hmm. but that payment keeps going. So the flip side of that, the positive side of that to me would be people who are committing monthly. They're making that ongoing commitment to you. And I'm actually a monthly giver myself to a couple of different charities and to my faith community because of the first um, reason you mentioned, Erica, and that was because it's easier for me mm-hmm. to uh, make a larger gift when I spread it out over time. It's just math. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we are all on the bandwagon with monthly giving, but as in my work as a consultant, I'll suggest that to an organization that doesn't have that. And they're like, well, me, but I'll make the oh kind of face. It's like oh, that's too complicated. No, no, what? I no, no one. We need we need to text to give, and I'm like, you have 
400 people on your list. That may or may not be the way to go. But all that aside, you know, why do you think it isn't more popular? I mean, are there some myths or misunderstandings you can clear up for listeners? Because I know they're out there. Yeah, they're absolutely out there. And, and, and I mean, you know, I make those same faces and sounds as like I, you just did because it's it's totally true. Um, I think the, the biggest um, misunderstanding is that it's complicated. Mm. So, and that may have been true when I started out in monthly giving 27 years ago, <laughs> but now every single online payment system has recurring gifts, monthly gifts built in. So you really have no excuse. So that's one. I think the other thing is, um, you know, like nonprofits and, and, and fundraisers tend to sort of overthink things. <laughs> so they want to be, oh, I got to be totally ready. I got to get the full benefit package ready. I got to have it all figured out. And the reality is like, you know, um, you just got to start. And, you know, especially if we see, again, what happened during COVID, I mean, I had people call me up and say, Erica, we normally bring in five monthly donors a month. Now we're bringing in 25 monthly donors a month. People are just like going online and clicking and doing it, right? Yeah. I've had people who had monthly donors who called in and upgraded their gifts because they wanted to help, right? So, um, but I think those, those misunderstandings, it's like, it's complicated. Oh, we got to have the full benefit benefit package ready and oh we got to overthink it all you know so and then uh i think the third thing is like people worry uh again this sort of like oh well what if they stop well number one if you do it right they shouldn't be stopping right um if you for example build an electronic funds transfer option then people who do that they're not going to stop because they're not going to change their bank account um, much right but if they're looking at saying okay well okay, maybe I need to make a one phone call a month to follow up on a donor whose credit card expired. Maybe I need to get, you know, make five phone calls a month to, to follow up on donors whose credit card expired, right? But they're, they're, and I literally had people who said, yeah, I'd like to do a monthly giving program, but I worry, I really don't want to make that one phone call a month. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't be in the fundraising world, right? You know, so, um, because again, donors don't mean to stop, right? Mm -hmm. It's a different story if they call you up and say, I can't do this anymore, right? But, sure. but that's much, uh, much rarer than people whose card expired, right? So, um, so I think that there is there's a lot of that, and and I think the other sort of the trick that I then often give them is saying, um, and you know, when I do a webinar presentation, I, I ask them, like, so how many monthly donors do you have, right? Mm -hmm. And then they say, okay, well, how much money is it worth on an annual basis? And then they're like, a lot of them don't even know. So, so that's, and then when they think about it, it's like, oh, wow, yeah, you know, I've got 140, I was talking to somebody yesterday, I have 140 monthly donors, and it's worth, you know, $25,000 a year. Okay, 
right? Now That's twenty five thousand. Now you're talking. That might be an event or you know something like that, right? So if they're doing it that way, they're like, oh yeah, let's see if we could double that, right? You know, so so that's a little trick that you need to kind of like annualize the value of it. Um, you know, because some organizations, especially some of the bigger ones, they might have like major gift people and they're walking in the door. Yay, I just got a $10,000 check. Okay, so I get that. But these are smaller donors that are just not ready to write a $10,000 check yet. But they can, you know, give $300 on average a year. Mm-hmm. That's what we're looking at. $300 a year per monthly donor. So that's really, really substantial, right? So, um, but yeah, so those are just a couple of things. We were, we were laughing. Um, when you were talking about uh, annual events, because I'm, I'm, uh, or fundraising galas, I'm famous for ranting about them as a recovering development director. I, um, but also, it, when you look at, oh, I don't want to make one phone call a month, to use your example, to bring in 25 grand a year, but I will work 500 hours to have a gala that no one wants to go to, and mm-hmm. then they get a little drunk and they buy um, silent auction gift baskets that they don't really want, mm-hmm. and you, then you might you might net 25,000. To me, the return on investment on monthly giving is mm-hmm. so good. It's just so mm-hmm. good. Absolutely, and again, the tools are there. It's not hard to do anymore, right? Right. But you have to do one thing. You have to ask for it you know again i did a little webinar yesterday and i said okay so how do you how many monthly donors do you have and 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 then what's the reason why you don't have more and then somebody says well i don't really ask okay (laughs) you know so uh life choices life choices here that's yeah yeah (laughs) may not be the career for you right well, and going back to your example about, you know, hey, they pulled in the $10,000 one-time gift. I would imagine that while there are people that can give those one-time gifts mm-hmm. of $10,000, mm-hmm. I imagine there's probably thousands more people who can give $300 a year yep. for 20 years. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So, yes. yeah, smarter to go after that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, Erica, you mentioned tools and on fundraising heyday, we are all about tools and tips to help make things easier. Um, so what would you say are some of the best tools or platforms to start and maintain a monthly giving program? Yeah. So, so that, that's a, another great question, right? So I try, cause I work with organizations of all different sizes and, um, I mean, I would say if you don't have a program yet or you're really starting to, to grow, start with your donor base first to see if there are tools that they've implemented that maybe you haven't deployed yet okay. or you haven't activated yet because then you have it all in one you know, one hand, right? Um, but then there's some other great, uh, okay, so so start there. And then the other thing is like, if you don't have a, a donor base that, like say if you have Salesforce, right? So you have to go to an outside um, plugin, if you will, like an outside tool. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of different uh, tools I would, um, I mean, I'm just going to mention a couple uh, sure. that I've seen um, that that um, organizations work with that they like, um, and it's like it's like Give Lively, uh, DonorBox, Fundraise Up, um, and then of course Stripe. 
is like typically used in the back end of those. So, um, so you need you still need to set up a Stripe account, and then you can use any of these uh, these tools. But again, start with your donor base first, and then see what uh, what you can do. Because again, a lot of them have that have that built in. So uh, before you start like looking at other options, because the thing is, you do wanna uh, you wanna think long term. Right. Right. So you want to have something that um, you like now uh, that's that's uh, good. Um, You know, mobile causes another one, Um, you know, so so there's a lot and a lot, a lot of those tools that are sort of independent that help you online giving in general and then with your um, online monthly giving. And then look at like what what are some of the uh, options like the email thank you the landing page um, you know like what can you do uh, like if there is what do they have for systems if there is like if the donors drop out you know like if the donors is there payment stops so um, but start with your donor base first there's so many great donor bases that have it all figured out so so they have it already built in and again you may not have looked at that sure uh, recently. So, Amanda is, uh, it's, we're sort of the yin and yang in a lot of ways, but Amanda's like, productivity <laughs> tips, and I'm like, tell me a story. So, what I'd like for you to do, Erica, is uh, because I'm someone who learns by example or experience, and you've dropped in some little stories already, some success stories. Can you maybe give us two recent success stories from nonprofits that perhaps either just started or maybe have a monthly giving program that's, you know, less than three years old? Right. Well, I mean, I was just like uh, talking to uh, an organization that is just starting out um, and they just used one of the tools that I just mentioned. They, uh, they just redid their website and they didn't really have a good platform in place before and she um she just like uh i had done like a little update on like hey giving tuesday and some statistics there as to you know uh we saw like at giving tuesday one of the platforms was uh showing that the number of recurring gifts that had been generated was double that compared Mm -hmm. to last year So that was great. Um, and they, they had this, so this organization, small, relatively small organization, doesn't have a huge database. And they said, wow, you know, on Giving Tuesday alone, we generated 35 new monthly donors without even really asking. It's just on the platform and people chose on their own to say, yes, I want to make that gift. So that was a really, really great um, story. And then, um, you know, another story was uh, an organization that had um, just some volunteers. They didn't have a lot of donors. And they said, well, hey, you know, let's reach out to uh, to give our volunteers an opportunity to give. And they um, they sent out an email. They, they talked to a board member and says, would you be interested in helping us grow this sustainable revenue these monthly donors uh and the the board member said yeah 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 i'll be happy to give you twenty five hundred dollars as a match so they use a twenty five hundred dollar match and says would you consider giving a monthly gift and if we generate 25 new monthly donors then we're going to get another twenty five hundred dollars from a generous board member and wow they were blown away they got 38 new monthly donors wow just by doing that and then that's revenue they can count on, like you said, it's month Absolutely. after month. It's not, will the big grant check or transfer of funds come in or will someone be able to get 
um, X amount by the end of the year. It's just something that is more um, sustainable. Right, right. One of the other things I want to mention too is like, because uh, then, you know, maybe you, you're doing something on that, like donor advised funds. Yep. People can make monthly gifts from their donor advised fund. I did not think of yes. that. I'm familiar with yes. donor advised funds, but yes. can they really? They can. Right. So you can use a donor advice fund to pay off a pledge, but you can set up a monthly gift. Now, the minimum for that is 50 bucks. So it's got to be 50 bucks a month. So that's now we're talking $600 a year, right? So, but if donors have a monthly, you know, like have a donor advice fund and you're inviting them to give monthly, they can do that through their donor advice fund. Look at that. An yeah. yet another bit of information. I'm taking notes, which is why I'm looking down if you can see. <laughs> yeah. um, well, and one of the things that stuck out to me, too, I've always thought about Giving Tuesday from a, a standpoint of, oh, kind of a one-time collection day, mm -hmm. but to use donor, uh, Giving Tuesday, rather, to use mm -hmm. that to collect monthly donors. What mm -hmm. a brilliant idea that is. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I mean, one, one, one really great uh, success story is an organization that all all they did was every email they send, they add a button. One says donate now, goes to the one-time giving page, and recurring is an option there. The second button says give monthly. It goes straight to a monthly-only page. And every time they send an email, they generate a couple of new monthly donors. Cause doesn't cost you anything. Right. No. So just adding a button. Uh, and again, you know, they started at like 50 and they're right now at like 350 monthly donors. Oh, so wow. again, it's always just so they're just Beautiful. chipping away at it. Right. So it's a really I'm really proud of that. Uh, that success story, especially. So that's um, so inspiring. Amanda and I um, work with a, a client here in Atlanta that I'm gently trying to, you know, get into um, something like this. And you've pretty much added to my already good arguments, made them even better with these examples. So I thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Well, and especially Kimberly, you know, the story where Erica was talking about the board member was the one to send the email and kind of put, lay down the gauntlet of the challenge. And I think that's something a lot of consultants and fundraisers and development folks struggle with is board members that want you, that's your job to do all of that stuff. But trying to make board members understand that when it comes from them, mm -hmm. it typically has so much more value um, just because they're the board member, right? Right. And right. so getting them to be part of that process is, I think, a brilliant. Yeah. So again, it, it kind of like starts like, so once you have it set up, right, which again, doesn't take very long. I mean, literally one hour a week in my, mm -hmm. you know, like if you said monthly donor Monday, right. Monday, one hour a week, right, is is all it takes. So get started. And then you look at those monthly donors you already have, invite them, ask them why they're giving monthly. And, you know, again, this might also be a great way to help for volunteers to help, for bo other board members. Some board members can't write the big checks, but they can give a monthly gift, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. then you can use them as a testimonial. You can reach out to other donors. So it sort of like grows from there. Um, but, you know, so start with that, some of that low hanging fruit as well. Get some, get some initial wins, right? You know, so, and then it's like, oh, wow, oh, this is great. Let's, let's grow this some more. Let's double it. Let's double it more. You know, so I think that's, that's how, how it grows. 
Yeah. Well, and that segues perfectly. My next question was going to be for those agencies that want to either start or grow their monthly giving, what are kind of some top three ways that they can succeed at monthly giving? Yeah. So, so the first thing is you want to have, I call it a driver. So you want to have somebody who's going to say, yes, I'm going to grow this. This is going to be my responsibility to do this. Right. Now, again, it doesn't mean you have to do everything yourself, but it means you're taking charge. You're going to like every time you get a win, you're going to share that. You're going to like uh, promote, come sort of the internal monthly donor promoter, if you will. But you got to have a driver that's going to say, I'm going to follow this through. I'm going to be I'm really gung ho about this. I want to keep growing this. Right. Um, so yeah. that's that's number one. Um, and then the second thing is, again, I, I said it already, devote some time to it. One hour a week, two hours a week of more, right? If you're not doing any events, you got plenty of time to focus on monthly gifts, right? So create an email, you know, so and then start asking. That's what people don't do. Like start asking at that button. Um, send a special email a month, you know, like uh, put it in your e-newsletter. You know, there's lots and lots of different ways that you can do something that doesn't cost anything at all. You've got the tools. You just got to implement it with all of your other fundraising. And I think people are like, you know, sometimes they think it's like it's almost like people worry that they have to start thinking differently. And it's like, no, you can still use the same story. I mean, I literally have organizations that we use a story for a one time gift ask and then we're making a version for a monthly gift ask. And then, you know, so it, because the groups are different, right? You know, so the minute somebody's a monthly donor, they're not going to get the monthly, you know, monthly giving ask. So, um, so you can use it for both different different purposes, right? So, um, so there's this, but it's still the same practice that you have to do with all of your other emails and appeals. You have I to actually, ask for it. This actually made me think of another question, not from the client I was just referring to, but mm -hmm. from folks in the past where I'm like, hey, monthly giving instead of a second event. So maybe or something like that. And the pushback was sometimes was, hey, you know, we don't want to cannibalize our major donors. And mm -hmm. I, you know, we, I was walking them through, you know, there may be two different, someone who's able to stroke a $20,000 check is very different probably than someone yes. who would commit yeah. to give $20 a month. So yes. have you ever come across that? Has that been a, a thing? No, it's more, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a little bit that, that's why I normally say, like, if you look, if you divvy up your, your donor base and those donors who've given you less than say hundred or two hundred fifty dollars, right? Start with start there with asking for a monthly gift, right? Uh, and then you could you could be lucky, and somebody might say, "Well, I'll give you eighty five bucks a month, so that's like a thousand dollars a year, right?" Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But typically, those are not your big check writers yet, right? So yeah. you're under two fifty, and then everybody else you know, start like asking them for a $500, $1,000 check or whatever, right? So keep doing what you're doing in your major gift world, right? But look at these smaller donors as potential monthly donors and then, you know, keep cultivating them. So in other words, like just because they are monthly donor doesn't mean they stop giving. So in other words, once they are monthly donor, include them in your year-end emails, they're they're going to be. I mean, I, again, I've been testing this with the organizations. Mm -hmm. They open at twice the rate. They click through at twice the rate. They give extra gifts, right? Mm -hmm. Giving Tuesday. If you have monthly donors, include them in your Giving Tuesday 
appeal, right? So, but do say thank you for your ongoing monthly support. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, invite you to help out, you know, today's a special day, blah, 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 you know, so, and then a lot of people are going to make that extra gift, right? If you are willing to help you with the project, right? So, so just because they're now monthly givers doesn't mean they, they're not going to be interested in doing other things so um so it's not in the old days it was like oh yeah once they're multi-donor you can't touch them the reality is that's absolutely not true because remember they care about you they want to help they love you tell them the stories tell them the updates and do involve them in some asks so i mean i have organizations that have a substantial number of monthly donors and that's typically their best responding group whenever they send an appeal so you know again remember these are your smaller donors right so it's another way to upgrade them um and i think you know to, to come back to that story uh if you look at especially educational, you know, institutions. Um, if you start out with the $5 a month alum, right? Alumni, mm-hmm. try to get them to give monthly uh, and then try to keep them interested. I mean, uh, one of my um, uh, my son's colleges, uh, I was reading their newsletter and uh, a donor had just made a $10 million gift, but they started out as a $5 a month alum. Wow. So, so again, you know, so, and sometimes people are like, well, let me try this out first. Let me see how they respond. Right. Let me see, you know, so, so there's lots and lots of different, um, different options. So just because they're a small donor now doesn't mean that they're, you know, not going to be, be big givers. And again, the other thing is monthly donors are six times more likely to leave you in their will. Which is so very important. Right. So there's small gifts now, but they will give a bigger gift when they pass on. So, um, so have a driver, devote some time to Uh it uh and start asking. So I don't know about anyone listening, but I've been taking copious notes. It's always, that's what I love about this podcast. I love learning anyway, but it's great to learn and have fun while we're doing it. Um, I know we've hit on a lot of topics today, sort of different aspects of monthly giving, but I know um, you mentioned you do webinars, um, you have your book, but mm-hmm. what is the best way for people to learn more about you and, and maybe what's coming up for you in um, in the in 2021? Yeah, so I mean, I did my first uh, sustainer workshop in uh, in 2020, and mm-hmm. I always wanted to dreamt about doing that. So I'm probably going to do a couple more of those uh, in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always doing, like I said, I do always do webinars. I write regular blogs. Um, I love doing podcasts and you know all of that stuff. So I'm going to work with a couple of like donor based companies on like some of their academies, if you will. So really focus on specific sure. systems. So that way. Um, we can have like a tailor-made um, solution for them but the best way to reach me is like go to my website adirectsolution.com so okay. adirectsolution.com mm-hmm. and download my resources you can send me an email at erica at adirectsolution.com and i'm very very responsive on the email so um but yeah there are lots of great resources right on my website and uh, and i keep you up to date on um upcoming events and and blogs and what have you statistics i have a statistics page um just you know on trends and and what have you um all on my website as well so yes i've i've tooled around on your website and you do have a lot of helpful things so go check it out people yes. 
Well, thank you so much for sharing your experience with us today, Erica. You certainly make an incredible case for starting or growing a monthly giving program for nonprofits of all sizes. Great. Okay. Well, it was wonderful to be here and uh, good luck. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Start, yeah, asking. Thank you. Start asking for monthly gifts. Start asking. Well, yeah. we've already decided 2021 is going to be better than 2020. So it has to be. It has to be. So here we go. Thanks again. Thanks. Bye, guys. Thank you again to our Season 4 sponsor, D.H. Leonard Consulting and Grant Writing Services. We appreciate their support in making grants less stressful. Visit their website, dhleonardconsulting.com, to download their latest free resources today. We wouldn't do it without you because we couldn't do it without you. Leave a review of Fundraising Heyday on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to help spread the word. That's so helpful for us and we would really appreciate it. We are honored that you chose to spend time with us and we would love for this podcast to be part of your professional development lineup. Thanks again for joining us. We appreciate you and hope you tune in for the next episode about how to be a better writer from New York Times bestselling author, Jocelyn Jackson. We're so excited. Woo! Bye for now. Bye for now. Ciao.